Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the Driving My Mind podcast. Thank you again for being patient. I'm a day or two late, but that's okay. Uh, Monday was kind of tough, dude. School is definitely underway this first uh, full week, uh, going into the first uh, full second week, I should say. So thank you again. I got some a wonderful topic today, if you already checked it out. A movie review, my, <laughs> my first movie review for the uh, channel, and it was Gran Turismo. So let me tell you a little bit about it. And um, again, sorry with the car content. Dude, there was so much. If you haven't checked out my YouTube channel, driving, uh, not driving my mind. <laughs> it's uh, Your Ride and I on YouTube. That's where I kind of first started. And then I evolved into a podcast. But um, the, usually it's the car walkthroughs. And I was so excited this past weekend. I was like, dude, there's like three or four meets. There's the one down the road with the Euros. And then there was um, a detail garage was hooking up with Lethal Culture. And they were going to have theirs. And, dude, I was so pumped and ready for the weekend. And then Hurricane Hillary wanted to swing on by and actually be a full hurricane in the middle of August. So... I missed out because everyone did, I guess everyone did the right thing, the smart thing. They canceled all their shows, you know. Um, North County SD still had their show, and I regret not going. Again, I was kind of like sketched, and, you know, I wasn't sure if it was going to rain that morning, and I don't want to get the cars wet, and uh, I missed out because they had a fantastic turnout. North SD always rocks. Um, check out their uh, Instagram and check out their amazing car meets um, out there in Bonzel. But... Anyways, Hurricane Hillary kind of threw uh, a monkey wrench into my recording, but definitely this upcoming week, there are a lot of makeup shows happening. Again, I'm going to, I, I'm, I'm not even going to my USPSA uh, competition shooting event, which I suck at anyways, but it's still good to learn and practice and keep growing. But I'm going to Escondido Cars and Coffee for their JDM week with the Honda Type R clubs heading over. And I'm going to see so many Type R's. I'm going to be so jealous of everything I see. I can't wait for it to uh, record that this upcoming Sunday. But uh, go support your local car meets. A lot of them are being scheduled up, ready to go again this weekend. Now that we're going to have some fantastic weather. I'm definitely going to take the Honda 2000 out there. So, moving on to the podcast, a movie review on this Hurricane Hillary Sunday, I was like, dude, let's go check out Gran Turismo, right? And they were having an early showing, an early uh, pre-viewing uh, uh, of Gran Turismo at a local theater. Just one showing at 2 o'clock on a Sunday. And it was like truly actually raining not like californians think like rain like is sprinkling no like dude, it was legit raining like my wipers had to go one step before full-on blast roads were flooding it was nuts so it's full-on raining but that also meant i was able to go to the theater i got the exact center of <laughs> the movie theater and this theater had the reclinable chairs it had the little like uh, lazy susan board thingy or whatever i could put my popcorn and drink on it was amazing and normally i just sit on the side like when i went and saw oppenheimer in 70 millimeter no big deal um i i sat on the edge right and normally i'm an edge kind of seat i don't want to be next to person i'm munching and chewing on ice and <laughs> just being that annoying guy i'm usually just the off to the center, off to the side. I'm a big guy, so that, 
the aisle seats nice uh, when you're on the edge so I can just get in and get out, right? Uh, but, um, dude, this was – everyone was empty. Everyone stayed in for the hurricane, sat right dead center, saw the viewing. You know, the sound was good. The screen was good. I was reclined fully. There weren't that many people in there. It was amazing. <laughs> I freaking loved it. And for the fact that it was an early showing, an early, early viewing, uh, was really, really cool. So thank you to uh, Reading Cinemas on in Marietta for having that and hosting that. So I had a really good time. And it was a Sunday, 2 o'clock, rain. You know, it was just nice to be out there. And uh, I enjoyed myself. And I went and saw Gran Turismo. And so let me just give you like an overall basic synopsis. Don't, don't take me as a movie reviewer, movie critic. That is far from what I am and what this podcast is. But I feel like this movie deserves... Um, a show for the week for my podcast because of how much Gran Turismo has meant for me and honestly how pretty well done this movie was a couple of gripes here and there that I'm going to go about with it but dude I, I was entertained now maybe not Oppenheimer cerebrally entertained in that sense but uh I had a very good time, and I'm going to tell you why towards the end of the podcast, why we as a car community good, should go out and support this film. So, when it comes to Gran Turismo, kind of the premise of it is, you know, there's this kid uh, named Jan, J-A-N-N, um, and again, forgive me for any mispronunciations, you know, maybe some slight skewing of, of, of what I'm presenting to you. This is just from what research I've done after viewing the movie and me kind of reflecting and summarizing it for you. But there's this young man named Jan and, you know, his dad's a, a pretty um, uh, awesome footballer back in the day, but ends up getting a ho-hum job at the rail yard. He has a brother that uh, is also kind of following in the dad's footsteps, trying to be a, 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 foot, a footballer, a footballer superstar. And Jan is kind of the opposite. He wants to get into his Gran Turismo. He has the uh, the super sick fanatic like uh, um, steering wheel, the two thousand dollar steering wheel, and he's just consistent. He practices. He goes to like the the gaming center where they have all like the video gaming um, competitions and and viewings and opportunities to play. And he's always on Gran Turismo, and he's actually really really good at it. And so. You know this character. You know he is a Gran Turismo nut and really good at it. Then you have a side story with Orlando Bloom being a uh, director of marketing for Nissan and, and, and pitching his proposal of, hey, there's this wonderful game, Gran Turismo, super authentic, you know, coming from the homeland of Japan with the creator. And why don't we create this academy this simulation academy where the, we take the best drivers of this game and put them into the um, uh, an actual academy where the winner or a couple of winners actually get to race real cars for you, for Nissan. Let's see how this can help promote and create a car community you've never seen before and give you know many car enthusiasts and hopefuls the opportunity to say wow like this can actually lead somewhere and it was super unique and pitched for at the time 
and 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 I'll kind of explain to you what I mean by the time. And Nissan was super skeptical, but they said, let's do it, but just find me a chief crew engineer, uh, a race engineer that's going to be able to train your drivers and, and teach them the real the realities of racing. And so you go to your next character, David Harbour, and I thought he was a star of the movie. And he's kind of a washed up race car driver uh, that drove in Le Mans, Le Mans. And um, <laughs> he... He ended up crashing. He got in a big old fire. He ended up killing someone inadvertently, right? I mean, just racing is dangerous in and itself. And so he still is in the, the, the race car community, but he's just a mechanic now for this uh, bougie kind of arrogant, you know, race car driver that, you know, always wants everyone sucking up and kissing to him. But David Harbour is more of a of a purist and and really truly thorough in what he believes and what he's doing and uh, he he wants to step up to this uh, race car driver he tells him something and just ultimately gets off kicked off the team and that's when the Nissan mark uh, uh, the Nissan promoter Orlando Bloom the executive says hey man I got this idea you should hop on to it and he's like all right fine but I do it my way and he's very reluctant in doing it but he wants to just prove something and Jan is, of course, one of the ones selected for this GT Academy. He goes to the race, wins, gets invited to go to the actual academy. And, you know, he's facing against other people. You meet Amelia Hartford, which all you car nuts are all on her jock. I'll leave that for you guys. She's all right, you know. <laughs> but um, she go, he goes to the academy. He's almost about to lose his spot because they're only going to take the top five drivers for the final race. Um, and he notices that, like, when he was getting coaching, he did something and the car didn't react the right way. And David Harbour, the, the chief engineer, gets upset. But um, he has his other mechanic inspect and he's like, yo, this kid is right. And that's kind of where you make the connection that these two are like destined for each other, right? And so, again, I'm going to kind of wrap it up. But honestly, Jan gets, you know, selected for the thing and he has to earn his license and he goes through these races and he's, he's getting better, then he gets worse and then he has to make this final race and he gets against the, uh, the, David Harbour's old team and the way they're driving and there's this other team and you know there's just that conflict of up and down for Jan until finally he earns his license and then when they go to the next race there's a big tragedy so let me get into this and this uh, truly did actually happen and there's a huge controversy for it because it was featured in the film where Jan they're racing in the Nürburgring and there was a point where his car and dude, you can YouTube it. It's freaking crazy. His car and then the wind and something must have happened where his car literally lifted and flew right into some spectators, actually killing one of the spectators. And truthfully, I thought the movie did a good job being as delicate yet as accurate as possible with the actual events that happened in order to create the drama for the movie of where Jan just doesn't want to do it and David Harbour is reminded of his time in Le Mans for you know 
inadvertently killing someone and, you know, tying all that movie and, and, and being able to become resilient. And, and, you know, I love how he says, you'll see it in the movie. He says a, a, a special line, like you need to finish your race, you know, and, and he does it and, and it brings back yawn into, you know, himself again and, and, in order to achieve betterness. Um, a lot of people were upset that they featured that in such an accurate and detailed, uh, um, portrait. And, you know, again, no disrespect to that family or whoever, you know, passed away from it. Um, you know, and, and I guess dramatizing it or, or, or adding some fictional fictionalization to it may have shown some disrespect to that, but, you know, I thought the movie was was delicate enough to where it brought about attention to the dangers of racing. Nothing against the spectator. I think we all as spectators can only do so much to, uh, I guess, protect ourselves when we're watching any of these races. You know, like uh, we could go to Irwindale uh, drag strip and, and see a, a car like blow up right off the line and the shrapnel just come flying at you. I mean, that's totally possible too. I, I totally get it. I thought that they maybe handled it per decently well for what the movie was. And I'm sure that the director, the same guy who did district nine, if you remember that from 2009, um, it was really good. Actually. Um, I thought he did a really good job. So I don't see exactly where the country controversy comes from other than maybe that family doesn't want to relive that experience which i totally get um but yeah what are your thoughts on that you definitely let me know but anyways we go into the final scene where Jan is racing in the le mans and he's trying to, to become immortal and again you see where they get the old drivers from you see where like he kind of loses his composure he, but then he brings it on back and there's some definitely interesting moments into it and ultimately at the end i won't spoil it all you'll see what happens and you know it's a, ultimately a a very feel good movie for anyone you know it, I, and i and i liken it somewhat to Karate Kid, <laughs> original Karate Kid, because that's the one I grew up and loved with, um, with, and and yeah, I, I don't. It's definitely not on that level with Mr. Miyagi and all that, but you know, it's definitely a, an an underdog. You know, learn your lesson, fight through the toughness, and and grow to be the best guy you are. It's that kind of movie, but with a you know racing. Uh, kind of a background and uh, a love letter, if you will, to the the video game Gran Turismo. And so ultimately, I don't know if I was rating a movie, I guess I would give it, um, I don't know, what do I grade my kids? I grade my kids on a one, two, three, or four, right? Four being the highest, one being the lowest. Um, I guess I'd give this movie like a low three, <laughs> you know, it's definitely a solid movie. I think someone or anyone in the community, rather race car or not, will find some, um, enjoyment from it, whether it's the underdog story, whether it's the car racing, do the sounds are amazing. Whoever was a sound engineer for that movie, wonderful job. Okay. Um, the soundtrack was okay, but the the recordings of all the the race cars and and the engines were phenomenal and so um you know i think the 
anyone can appreciate it. It's a movie you can take your parents to. It's a movie you can take your young children to. It's a movie you can take your girlfriend to. And they will find some enjoyment or entertainment within itself. I don't see anyone necessarily walking out. Um, But, uh, you know, you can kind of see the cheesiness of the film, of the movie. You know, it's it's very cliche. It's very like you can figure out what's happening next kind of plot. Again, we're not talking about cerebral freaking Oppenheimer here and and just really digging into the characters. No, it's very straightforward. And as a matter of fact, I mean, <laughs> if you if you're a super hardcore racing nut, which I, I am not. For better or for worse, I wouldn't even know the first thing about like actual car racing and all the leagues and all that stuff. And then maybe that's my fault. Um, Maybe I don't have a passion for racing just because, I don't know, I figured it's something that I can never myself seriously get into, you know. But um, it's it's something where like if you know the history, you know what, what this driver was able to achieve being that he just came from a Gran Turismo simulator, which this was actually legitimately true. It's impressive. And that's why I say it's a kind of a love letter to Gran Turismo. It's not as super video gamey and and nerdy as some people think there's some scenes here and there about it, but um, it's definitely making people aware that this specific video game and what, the GT Academy was able to accomplish through Nissan and and all the drivers that they did find that were actually really good drivers and actually did win stuff, you know, is it's it's I think it's important and, and elucidating for the um, car community to to um, appreciate and understand and let alone anybody, you know, Joe Schmo or my principal, you know, like I was talking to her about it even. Um, It was a very good movie. I really thoroughly enjoyed it um, for that aspect. And so um, you you can't complain necessarily about, you know, what what the entire message of the movie was about. What Gran Turismo was able to accomplish and what Nissan and their GT Academy was able to prove to the racing community. You can make fun of all the plots. You can make fun of all the characters all you want. I, I guess it's true. But, you know, it's kind of it's kind of difficult to make a biopic where you already know exactly what's going to happen. Right. So give the directors, give their, their the, the people producing it some slack on that. I think it was decently done. So no complaints here. Let me wrap it up with um, why this movie is important for our community. Again, oftentimes, I'll tell you my story, growing up playing all these Gran Turismo's, um, especially Gran Turismo 3, because I never had an original PlayStation. I had the PS2, though. And so my taste of Gran Turismo was there. And, um, dude, it was just, uh, that's where I, I spent all my time with my Mercedes CL63 and my Pagani Zonda, you know, <laughs> and uh, my uh, Honda Integra Type R's. Like, I spent hours and hours playing that in, you know, fifth, sixth, and seventh grade. And and um, that's where I kind of de- initially developed a huge passion for cars and just the way things sounded and, and how impressive and realistic this car was. And, you know, most of the time you would think like a kid would enjoy like car games like Need for Speed or, or, or you know, Ridge Racer. Dude, I loved Ridge Racer for sure. But 
No, like Gran Turismo was the one that stuck with me and I've bought in every single one since. And, and, uh, you know, now it's funny because the, the, the Logitech has all their steering wheels on sale. So I ended up buying just the base, just the basic one, the G29, you know, because it's, it's just cool. It's just, it gets you excited. And, and I want to, you know, I'm not trying to be not yawn or anything. I'm too fat and for it, but like, you know, you, you really, Gave, it gave you appreciation of what this video game was able to do and, and how it does truly create car enthusiasts. So if we're talking about the car community, show them this game. Show them how impressive and realistic this game can be. Show them the attention to detail when it comes to the cars, to the sounds, the handling characteristics and dynamics, the tuning, the ability to just go in the game and wash your car and change your oil, you know, which are things that we all suffer through. I this game has grown up with me as much as Nickelodeon and um you know the Simpsons right and so I hope that people especially in our community can support this movie and and find some enthusiasm to 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 talk about it at least just talk about it with your coworkers with your friends about you know hey there's this really uh, good movie i enjoyed i'm a car guy and and i saw gran turismo and it was really really good uh, you know if you wanted to go check it out you know hit me up and, and we'll go together you know I, I think just bringing a public awareness anything that brings a good awareness to the car community is worthwhile and uh this movie definitely i think has the ability to do that so go see it go check it out what are your thoughts what are your feelings did you see it i know the official release is august 25th maybe you saw an early viewing of it did you hate it did you love it did you overly love it did you overly hate it you let me know so other than that thank you guys for listening i appreciate you very much um, catch my YouTube channel, check out the new stuff coming out. Um, hopefully this weekend, there's so many meets, but I'm guaranteeing you I'm going to the Escondido one. I want to see all my beautiful Hondas. You know, I love them. <laughs> Anyways, take care, be positive, go see the movie. I'm already burping. <laughs> Have a good one. See ya.